Welcome to Get Your Tips Out, a very special day three here from sunny Cheltenham. In a contrast to yesterday, with lots and lots of rain, it didn't stop raining from about 10 in the morning till 8 at night. I think that's the last time I can remember, actually, last evening. Um, great days racing ahead. Can't wait to get down to the course this morning. We've got some good selections for you. Hopefully, you managed to make a few quid yesterday. And we're going to kick straight off. We've got some special guests on the show today. Uh, firstly, I'm going to introduce you to... Michael Carpaccio, great uh, tipster, very, very knowledgeable in and around the National Hunt horse racing game. Michael, how are you this morning? I'm very well, David. Uh, great to be here. Uh, the sun is shining. What a day we've got ahead. Cannot believe the racing we're going to be seeing today. How's your first two days gone of the Cheltenham Festival? I'll be honest, David, it's been steady. Day one is about three figures up. Day two, I, I think about a broke even, but... Uh, you know, we're all a bit unlucky on Shiskin that he didn't like the ground. He didn't like the ground. I knew he wouldn't like the ground, but I still backed him. But hey we all make mistakes, David. Hey, live and learn. That was one that we couldn't foresee. Uh, hopefully it didn't cost too many people too much money. Also joined by Colin Tuberger's Colin, how has your uh, challenge been so far? Decent. Really good, yeah. Fantastic. Great stuff. Had many winners? Uh, yeah, it's a well, yeah, no. I've no bets actually. It's only yes or no, Callum. It's a no. No, no winners there today. No winners. Well, hopefully that's going to change today. So we're going to kick straight into it. I know you're rare. I know you, 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 you've got your finger on the pulse. You're thinking, what are my bets going on? You're in your bet 365, your bet threads, your paddy power, your sky bet accounts right now. Wondering what Michael and Colin have got in store for you. In store for you. You'd be delighted to know that Seamus is also here with us. Uh, good morning, Seamus. Ah, Jesus, good morning, Dave. That was a big night last night, so uh, I'll keep my words to a minimum this morning. Michael is very well versed on the Irish horses, so I'll leave a lot to him anyway today. Great stuff. So, uh, we start off in the one thirty race one. The turn as it's turned into a match race. Galloping de Champ against Bob Ollinger. It's a four in a race. I, I, you know, most people would say it's basically a match. Michael, what are, you, what are your thoughts on the first? I tell you, David, I'll give you something that'll come in the first four. I guarantee you that, unless the fecker falls. Um... Thoughts on the first, Elbera, not for me, Bustleton, it can bustle the way out of here on a bus because it's not good enough. Bob Ollinger, it's a good bite, and I tell you, I mean, he's got four legs and he'll run hard, but he won't get over the fences. So for me, galloping the champs. Great stuff, love that, Michael. How about yourself, Colin? Uh, well, I'm going to go for my good friend there today, actually. Uh, Dean Walker, bomb slinger, Bob Ollinger. Let's go for him. I think he'll... Gallop home. Great stuff. So he's got a gallop home all over Galloping de Champs. Uh, for myself, I think uh, Galloping de Champ is a great jumper, makes a great shape over a fence. Bob Ollinger's not looked the most natural over fences. The forerunners might play into his hands because the, the, the. Is it not Bomb Slinger? It's not Bomb Slinger, it's Bob Ollinger. Okay. Right. Yeah, there's no M in there, unfortunately, Colin. Sorry about um, that, Dean. So, yeah, Galloping de Champ, I think, for me there. What about you, Seamus? I think the same, actually. I look, I've seen Bob Ollinger jumping. You know, he's not a natural over the fence. I can see Paul Townend trying to make it a bit of a test. I try to put a bit of pressure on the bob. The bob's uh, jumping. Get out of his comfort zone. I think that's the way I see the race going. So we move into race two. This is one of the hardest races to solve every year at the Cheltenham Festival. The Potemps final. Uh, you've got to finish in the first six in a qualifier, which often, on from the trends point of view, it leans towards horses that haven't won one of the, the, uh, the qualifiers. They've been ridden handily enough to make sure that they qualify and they're still good enough 
mark today. I, I believe Michael's got quite a big fancy here, Michael Carpaccio. So, Michael, what, what are your thoughts? Well, I'll tell you, David, I didn't like the look of the remaster, but he's an non-runner. Obviously, he doesn't like the ground. Uh, but Gordon Elliott, good friend of mine, sassy yet classy, number six with Davy Russell on. Currently going out there about 12 to 1. I'd uh, get a bit of each way money on him. Great stuff, 11 to 1. Love that double figure price. How about yourself, Colin? What are your thoughts on the Potemps? Well, I don't think you can rule out Harry Swan's stable there today. And I'm going to go each way. Dallas depicts each way. Cheeky five there, won't go amiss. Dallas Depictons. I mean, when you say he's stable, that's the jockey. I'm assuming that's what you meant. He's trained by Gordon Elliott. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, yeah. Easy mistake to make. Easy mistake to make. But 25 to 1. Again, Johnny, watch on at those sort of you prices. Sure? Harry Swan. Harry Swan's Charlie Swan's son. Who used to ride his stubrack. Oh, yes. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good lad, dude. Yeah, good, yeah he sounded. Good. You know what I mean? Yeah, great stuff. Uh, so for me in the Potemps a few to be interested inside of Burley has obviously won this race twice before it's ran well in the world hurdle um, it's plotted up obviously for the race good £7 claimer taking um, taking some weight off uh, for me here Alaphilippe I think is the really interesting one he's only had one run since winning uh, here in the Albert Bar last year finished fifth will really really appreciate the step up in trip will love uh, the ground today. I think that's the one that I will be interested in. Uh, Colin, did you have another selection for us here? I did actually. I'm just, uh, you know, just going through the uh, horses there, and a big shout out to my friend Sutters. We've not heard from him a while, but cheeky five there won't go amiss. Honest Vic, honest Vic, thirty-three to one. Sutters, he's very honest. He's an honest lad. We've not heard from him a while, but yeah, cheeky five there for Sutters won't go amiss. Great stuff. Thanks very much for that. Um, how about yourself, Seamus? What are your thoughts here? Uh, David, I think you've summed it up perfectly today, actually. Sadie Burley, top of the handicap. Can't go much wrong with that one. James taking £7 off. Uh, again, it's going to do him the world of God. Ali Philippe, you've mentioned. I think one of the one, Dunboyne. Um, again, looks one of these that's plotted up for the race. Gordon Ellis got a good hand in this race. He's got, I think he's got four of the top seven in the, in, in the market. But uh, yeah, Sadie Burley, Ali Philippe, Dunboyne. Um, I'd probably cross in them in forecast and tricast and crossing my fingers as I'm in the Guinness tent. Um, hopefully I still be able to uh, see at the time of the race. Fantastic. So we move in to the third race, 250. Uh, the Ryanair chase. Alaho was spectacular in this race last year. Uh, it's got the look of uh, one of you know most people's bankers <coughs> of the meeting. There'll be a lot of multiples and stuff running all to, onto Alaho today. Colin, what are your thoughts on the Ryanair? Well, the ride I chase, Dave, I'll be honest with you, I'm hung over to fuck, and uh, I love Melon, so I'm going to go for number six, Melon, Willie Mullins, and uh, I think that's his lad, is it? WP Mullins. I'm going to go on the nose, £20, 16 to 1. I've backed it. Lads, get on Melon. Melon medley, let's have it. Good stuff. It's like you're it's like walking around Sainsbury's at the moment, just reading stuff off the shelves. How about yourself, Michael? David, I take on board what Callan's saying about Melon. I'm a big fan of Melon. Back to him before, he's a, a cracking lass. But I will say, can you look past Alaho, David? Can you look past Alaho? Can you get the wheelbarrow out and stick to your fucking life on Alaho? Sorry for the peas and cools. Anyway, I'll be putting the wheelbarrow on Alaho, but I'll have a little each way on Malone. Great, so, so two shouts for Melon. Um, I think myself here, uh, I can't see past Alaho. Um, how about yourself, Seamus? Alaho wins. Is that, is that all you've got to say on the uh, on, on the Ryanair? Yes. 
Fantastic. So yeah, Alaho there in the Ryanair. So we move into the fourth race, the feature on day three, the Stayers Hurdle, the three miler for hurdlers. Uh, Flooring Porter was exceptional in this last year. It's a little bit of an the ball, all this horse. Not sure how it's going to react to uh, having spectators there with the roar and stuff like that. It'd be a bit of a concern for me. Um, Colin, have you got a, a strong theory on uh, the World Hurdle? There's lots of, you look at the market, you've got Flooring Porter, Classical Dream, Joint Fives, Time Hill, coming back Champ, going back to hurdling from, from chasing. We actually met uh, last night in the Queen's Hotel, some of the owners of Royal Kahala didn't seem to understand what I meant when I said, would it like the rain or not? I think he just had a couple too many Guinnesses. Everyone um, had a horse last night, didn't they, in the uh, Queens? Everyone you meet in Cheltenham has got a horse or has got a fancy, but that's the joy of the Cheltenham Festival. Um, what are your thoughts on the World Hurdle, Colin? Well, it's going to be a tough one, this dog, to be honest, and this is my, probably my favourite favorite race of the uh, of the festival. Uh, I'm going to go for Rick Chadwick, champ, 11-2. I think it could be all right there. John Joe O'Neill, Paddy in it. Just go with the Paddies, in it. Fantastic. Say no more. How about yourself, Michael? What are your thoughts on the World Hurdle? Uh, David, I mean, I'm going to tell you now what is my nap of the day and it's Time Hill. I can't look past the bay. Uh, I like the look of the fur on his back. I think the way they cut the fur is going to be that streamlined over the hurdles. It'll fly through. It'll win by a mile. By a mile? Love that sort of enthusiasm. I'm a Time Hill fan myself. I think Classical Dream, Ruby Walsh, heard, made a fantastic, um, he made a fantastic view on this race when he said the first furlong... They, are, they go sort of steady, but then they go downhill. And they, they, where you start the race is right in front of the best mate enclosure where everyone is going to have a few pints. It's going to be a massive roar. He doesn't know how Paul Townend's going to settle Classical Dream, so I'd be worried about that. Florian Porter obviously likes to go forward. You can see Danny Mullins wanting to ride that further forward in Classical Dream. There's going to be a mad pace on here. Time Hill, I do really like. I think the ground yesterday, the rain that's come yesterday, looking at the former champ, I do like champ um, with, the, uh, with the rain that's come. So for me, I'd say... Uh, champ Time Hill. Um, how about yourself, Seamus? Have you got a, a, a big view on the World Hurdle? Oh, oh Jesus, Dave, it's tough races. Several good horses here in Inwood Chance, Paisley Park. I mean, he's won a race before. Fantastic performance last time with Cheltenham. If he puts it all together and, and you know, and starts at the race, you know, left for Dave Villiers, he's had a bit of a chance, but I'd say, you know, I'm in the same camp as yourself for Time Hill and Champ. No way. Unbelievable. Thanks very much, Seamus. Moving along swiftly then, we're moving to race five. The the plate, as it's known. Um, I don't know where you start here. Obviously, with the rain that's come last night, there's already five non-runners. You could potentially see there might be a couple more before the start of the race. Uh, but I believe, Colin, you've got a, a, a strong fancy here. Yeah. Um, just going through the uh, horses there. Just going to pick a name out like I've done. I'm going to go with Chinwag. Fantastic. Have you been doing any Chinwagging lately? Uh, no, but we will be today. Fantastic. We'll look forward to that. How about yourself, Michael? What are your thoughts on the play? Uh, David, there's one that jumps off the page for me. It's Spirit of the Games. Harry Skelton on board. I, I know the jockey well. I know the horse well. I once uh, took it for a gallop around Worthington Park, which is uh, local to me, back in Donegal. And uh, yeah, I think today, 12 to 1 each way, is an absolute, is uh, a steal. Great stuff. Well, strong selection there for Michael Carpaccio. Colin at a bigger price. Spirit of the Games got a fantastic record at Cheltenham and at the festival. It's run several good races without winning one. Um, I've not got a mad view on here, to be honest. I think 
there's a few you'd have to give loads of them every chance i'm gonna i'm gonna hand over to seamus actually i think uh, seamus might be able to um shed a bit of light on what i think is going to happen here um you got you know you got imperial alcazar rating a one five two again it looks i try to look a little bit further down the handicap the glancing queen i think is quite interesting form last time working out quite well Grand Parody, another one of Gordon Elliott, it looks like it's been passed off for this. And I like Adramel. Adramel's run a fantastic race here in uh, the Elbert Bartlett in and around Statler last year. It came out and won National Hunt Chase. Um, again, if I mark a 140, I think that's that's interesting for me. The Glancing Queen, Grand Parody, Adramel, if I had three at the field, they, they would be my three. Motoring through the card this morning, we go to the sixth race, the 450, it's the Ryanair Mares Novice Hurdle. Uh, I'm going to hand over to Michael. Hey, Michael, I believe you've got quite a strong fancy here. I have indeed, David. I know a lot of people will be picking out Diana Blue for Mullins Yard, but for me, it's party central. Gordon Elliott. It's a solid horse. It knows the ground. It knows the track. I think it'll come home, and it's a nice It's a nice five to one. David Russell, yeah. On yeah. board. On board, Colin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah is David Russell, have you, have, you, have you spoken to David Russell this week, Colin? Um, yeah. He was on the blower this morning, actually. And what was his thoughts on today's racing? Back it. Back it? Yeah, yeah. Heavily. Love it. So, I, I mean, is, does it go without saying that I know what your selection is in this, this in the Mayor's Novice? It's Party Central, isn't it? It's a no-brainer. Wow, two out of two for Party Central. Um, Seamus, coming in from the um, the Irish angle, have you got any, any view on the, uh, the Mayor's no. Novice? Uh, well, the Irish have got a very strong hand here, to be fair. They've got four of the first five in the betting. Dino Blue made a fantastic impression first time up. Could be anything. Um, I'd be looking to take him on, actually, at the odds. Uh, with what? I'm not sure at the moment, to be fair. Love Envoy's made a good impression. Obviously, one is like one, one five on the bounce for Harry Fry. He's not got too many runners this week. Uh, that might be the sort of one I'd be looking at. But, yeah, probably trying to get the favourite beat 15 to 8 in a, in, in a race like this, having only ran once. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably have the same opinion as you there, Seamus, actually. Uh, be looking to try and get the favourite beat. Not too sure with what at the moment. Might be a race to have a look at them in the paddock. Uh, you know, you'll have had a few drinks during the course of the day. See what takes you fancy. Don't go mad um, on the race. You've got a big race still to come in the 5.30 anyway. Which is the Kim Muir run over the same course and distance as the Gold Cup the following day. But it's for horses rated 0 to one four five. Again, bit of a lottery this. There's four numbers already. It's generally a difficult race to pick the winner of. Um, I'm going to come to Michael. Michael, what are your thoughts on the Kim Muir this year? David, plenty of chance in this race as the betting's wide open. Many, many runners as well. Um, for me, uh, looking at the, the buys of the top that are going to be out there, it's frontal assault for me. Gordon Elliott, again, you know I'm a good friend of his. You know I know the yard. You know I know the connections. And I think today he really fancies it as well, Gordon, after speaking to him this morning over a cup of tea. Great stuff, well. Can't argue that. Do you have some breakfast as well? I'll be having it after. You have the breakfast after? Yeah, thank you. Great stuff. How about yourself, Colin? Thoughts on the Kim Yo? So it's the 5.30? It's the 5.30, yeah. Uh, yeah, just going to go with names there. Teddy Sheringham. Come on, Teddy. Great stuff. Good my Will Biddick. Fantastic. Uh, again, a bit of a lottery. It's difficult today, I think. Uh, for me, looking at Mr. Coffee, only rated 137. They rave about this horse. It's still only seven. To think that it's only going to be rated a 137 horse, I, I can't believe that. Uh, so Mr. Coffee, I think, is interesting at a double-figure price. 
frontal assault crane out for the trip. So I'd, I'd be interested in that as well. Um, just coming over to you, Seamus, have you got a, a strong view on the Kim Yaw today? I know, by, you know, by this time, uh, hopefully I won't even be able to see. So, uh, you know, I think frontal assault for Gordon Elliott is about as solid as the combs that will enjoy the trip. We'll like the sticky going, it's going to be coming out today. And so, yeah, that, that would be my sort of view on a race, but I wouldn't be going mad on it. Yeah, I completely agree. So hopefully um, there's some winners in there for you. Hopefully you've taken some inspiration from Colin and Michael. Uh, Michael, if I could come to you for your nap of the day, is the one thing that, that stands out to you over and above everything else? I think we mentioned it before, David. It's Time Hill. No-brainer. Fantastic. And Colin, if you know people out there, they've got £10, are thinking, I want to put my £10 on one thing, one horse today, what would it be? Don't keep us in suspense, Karen. Now, what would you best bet in a day? Melon. Get some melon in you, lads. <laughs> Get some melon in you. <laughs> Fantastic. What a motto for life. Hopefully, you have a successful day today at Cheltenham. Remember, only that way you can afford to lose. And always remember, drink irresponsibly.